guess what, Corey? We're, we're recording a podcast live here at, at Sidewalk. Hey, J- I see J-Matt over there. Thank you. Um, I was, as I mentioned in the last episode, we know we record three in a row. This will be our final one here in the lobby. And on my way here, I was com- coming back from the Oxford Film Festival. So thank you to them for having me as on, a, on the jury. And we were behind a car. Um, in front of us, truck in front of us had two Trump stickers and uh, one of those Labrador sort of Mississippi tags that I guess the money goes to Labrador retrievers. I don't know. Lab- how do you say it? Labrador. Lab- 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 whatever. Anyway, I'm wondering what the car in front of me might be listening to. And do you want to take a guess? How I don't know for sure, you? but I can tell you what came on the radio right as I was wondering what the two Trump sticker lab license plate might be listening to. Uh, they were catching up on episodes of Red Scare. I don't know. We did it all for the nookie. Oh my for God. the nookie. So you can take Why that Why were you listening to and that? And shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass. I just wanted to sing that on the podcast again. I think that's the second time I've done that. And our, yeah. Brad, Brad remembers. conservative. No, it just, it was on like 90s on 9 or something. Okay. So, and then that that's also horrible. reminded me that Fred Durst made a movie in Alabama. Remember that? Yes, he did. And it He did it all around. for the nookie. For the nookie. <laughs> It's shot around where where I used to live, close to where you live, um, yeah. very very frequently. Actually. Any Fred Durst fans in the crowd? Jeremy, Any, who loves Limp Biscuit? Um, oh, Jeremy's <laughs> okay, right. fist pumping, fist pumping. All right, cool. you know what, Jeremy? No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, that's probably good. I'm not going to do it. Okay, anyway, this is a you know we like to do a long winded intro. One of those for the like, third episode in a row that we're just, recording. Just uh, why not? Just take our time getting into. It. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. This is the Academy Awards edition. High produce production value here in the uh, in the lobby of the cinema. Thanks to Batwell Studios because they they bring it when we ask them to. Absolutely. Thanks, Brad. Um, yeah. Did you say your name? I can't remember. Yeah, I did. Oh well, let's go. What up? All right. So for the next segment of the podcast. Get it together, folks, because we want to take some questions from our live in cinema audience. People are coming out of movies. Did you like it? What'd y'all see? X. Oh, dang. All right. Movie yes. Rules. I got some. I got some H twenty four sweatpants the other day. Size large. <laughs> what questions do we have? Look at all these hands. Yes. Oh, Corey. Okay, so the question was, what was the most affected I've ever been by a disagreement in the podcast? Uh, one time, uh, we argued once upon a time in Hollywood, and I lost the argument, and I collapsed face down under the carpet and stayed there for several minutes. Uh, that wasn't so much a, an emotion of distress or sadness so much as I was just so frustrated by the way the argument went that I just did not want to look at anybody. And the easiest way to do that was to look straight down at the carpet. Other than that, I'm a very emotionally stable person. Oh, he was so upset. He was so bothered by me. I was like, is he going to, are we going to, is this when the, the podcast is breaking up? Is this happening? He was really upset. If you, if you offend Quentin Tarantino, or if you say something bad about somebody like Brad Pitt, it's like it breaks Corey's heart. Okay, wait a minute. Now, now, that's not entirely true. You can criticize any of those people as much as you'd like. Oh, really? But come correct. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Um, and I don't think I've ever once been affected by an argument. Can you think of a time when I was upset about an argument? No, you, you, oh. you, we've, we, we've raised our voices at each other. The minority report 
argument was pretty contentious randomly for reasons I can't recall. Mostly I get angry when I know that I know I'm right. And then I just know I'm right. And then Sam comes in and is like, but Corey, that's when I get mad. Is when it's like clear, but I've won the argument. But, you know, they bro up like they do from time to time. That's all. What's I up, brother? Hey. See, look at this. They're like air fist pumping again. Here I don't know. We go. I don't know. Maybe you should make friends with Sam and we'll get, oh, you'll man. win some more arguments. I don't and know. Then, and then I don't get any help from Brad. Brad's like, I'm, I'm staying out of it. I'm staying out of it. Brad is wise. But he knows. He knows I'm right. I can see it in his eyes. I can see it in his eyes through the glass at Boutwell. He's like, you're right, you're right. Also, the original Tom Hanks fight, like the first ever OG five-minute fight was Tom Hanks. That was the catalyst for starting the entire podcast. Which started with a non-recorded, like, actual in-person argument at a wedding reception. That was more like 30-minute. It was like a more like a 30-minute Tom Hanks fight. And that, I think, was one of the... um, the sort of uh, seeds that, that eventually grew into this podcast yeah. because we bickered so much that somebody said, well, you guys should record a podcast. And I mean, I will say you do get pretty upset there. Like Tom Hanks is another one of your precious babies that you like to keep in your pocket. Okay. Speaking of which, you know what we just rewatched this weekend? We rewatched Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail, both yeah. of them. They're oh, real. Man. They're great. You're wrong about those, both of them. They're great. Sam. Okay. Thank you. We'll add this to the list. Cause Am I right, Kathleen? My wife not even paying attention to the podcast recording because she's watching the red carpet. Uh, and you can't. She was specifically watching Questlove. There he is. Okay. He's going to win an Oscar tonight. Um, well, and we you better, heard it here first. Be- oh, you think so? Yeah, hot, I do. Sizzling hot take. It's not that hot. Do you still think, think that, uh, do you think Coda's going to still win, Corey? Yeah. Okay. So not my baby. I'm not thrilled Power about it. Power of the it. dog. But no. I think Coda's going to win because it's a nice movie that everybody likes instead of The Power of the Dog, which is a great movie that and some should people win. I mean, don't nothing like of, for no weird to bad reasons. Yeah, but, I hear you. Yeah. Um, other questions? Other questions? There's lots of folks in this room. Somebody's got to have something. Jeremy has a question. Jeremy, oh, speaking Thank to you, the mic. Jeremy. Thank you. Are movies too long? It depends on the movie. Oh, absolutely. They're too long. <laughs> absolutely. They're too long. Every single film. Well, no, let me say this. Let me, let me back up. Cause I was getting a little too dogmatic. 97. Yeah, we hate for that to be the case, right? Shut up, Corey. <laughs> 97.6% of films are 20 minutes too long. Is any, anybody disagree with me? I disagree with you. <laughs> you do. I disagree with 90s, you. There are only a handful of films that are the right runtime. I mean, and you know what? We're guiltier of this from this from the from the nineteen like mid nineteen seventies forward. We're guiltier of that. Mm. I mean, mm. minus like Birth of a Nation, which is two hours too long. I there have been movies that are too long forever. I mean, another movie we just watched this weekend, um, Out of Africa, is about three hours too long. Yeah. What's it, runtime, 304? Three, it's two hours and 57 minutes. Yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, you go. It owes me three minutes of my time yeah. back. Um, no, look, um, there are a lot of movies that are too long. There are a lot of recent movies that are <gasps> look, too long. Look, th- Corey. There's, there's my... Uh, look, there's your baby, there's my, baby. My friend, Andrew Garfield. Um, uh, he's a Spider-Man. I don't know if you knew that. Um, he's pretty fun. That's some lady. 
probably asking him a question about <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, anyway, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home, an example of a movie that might be 20 minutes too long. Um, the Batman, an example of a movie that might be 45 minutes too long. Uh, Nightmare Alley, a movie that a lot of people say is too, too ever long. I thought it was just right. You, know, you, you, I, think, I liked, you think Drive uh, My Car is fine, too. Uh, Drive My Car is a perfect movie. At three hours. At three hours. Um, I disagree. West Side Story coming in at two and a half hours long. Perfect. Uh, a lot of recent films have earned their length and then some. But then there are, I mean, I can't, I can't outright say movies are too long because there are a lot of great long movies. Do I wish more movies were an hour and a half long? Yeah, honestly, I do. But that doesn't mean that you should stop making the long ones. So to answer your question, Jeremy, yes, all movies Split are Split decision long. is to answer your question. Um, okay, we can take one more. So I know somebody's got to have a question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what movie should have been, been nominated for the Oscars? Oh, my favorite movie of last year got zero Oscar nominations. Um, and it was Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. So that... Um, I, I let's see what else do you do you have an answer to that off the top of your head um you, you know I probably need to to look at the year the year again like on paper because I have such a terrible memory but I will say that um that I do think that I agree with you that the French dispatch probably should have been nominated even though it probably do you doesn't hear that hit, everybody it doesn't hit do you hear what my, she just said it doesn't it doesn't hit my I top. agree with you yeah is what she just said I sometimes we do agree he's only wrong I'm gonna be riding that good feeling the rest 96. of the night 96.8 percent of the time um, so I agree with you, but but again, that doesn't hit my top ten. I don't think, but I do appreciate it, and I think it's a you know it's an auteur work that should have been nominated. Um, but I will say Spencer should have been nominated for Best Picture. I, I'm not really sure why why Spencer isn't up there in Best Picture. And Corey, look at him disagreeing with me, disagreeing yeah, with me. I, I think that movie's when, pretty when good. When he's but... like, no, West, you know, West Side Story should be up. There. Oh no, you don't want to fight me with me. Kathleen, you don't want to fight chill me about out. West Side Story. My wife will leave. That's true. She will go home. And then you'll be oh, man. without her here. It's okay. What what other films did I like this year, Corey? You, um, you remember better than me. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'll say this. I think I think Nicolas Cage should have been nominated for Best Actor. I think he should have been nominated for Best Actor most, most years, honestly. For, for Pig? For Pig. Yeah. Because I think that's a great movie. Um, nobody saw The Last Duel, but The Last Duel rules. Um, I really love that movie. I think that should have shown up somewhere. Um Paul Schrader's the cow- the card counter likewise didn't show up in any nominations. I think that movie's terrific, but honestly, like I think all ten of the best picture nominees are at least good. I mean, I'm not like wild or over the moon about a couple of them, but but there are like four or five genuinely great movies nominated for best picture. Now I don't think any of them are going to win, but you yeah, know, it's a it's a hard it's a hard thing to complain about. Uh oh. <laughs> look at her earrings, Corey. Oh, I, but I don't look into her eyes. All illegals will be sent to Mexico, according to this campaign commercial. Doesn't matter where you're from. Um, you could be you could be an undocumented immigrant from Canada. We're shipping you to Mexico. Sorry. Uh, Pro-Trump outsider Republican boy. Um, uh, can we take her off the sidewalk mailing list? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, But, you know, this is the other thing is that uh, I would say that this the list of nominations don't surprise me. There's probably a ton of really I know there are a ton of really deserving, um, incredible, really, really low sort of 
what would be considered in Holly, by Hollywood standards low budget indie films that should be all, should all be nominated for Academy Awards. But the but you know if I say something like Shiva Baby, everybody's going to start laughing. Because, no, but Shiva Shiva Baby rules, and people should yeah. have seen it. But I mean, can you imagine that being nominated? That you know that's part of why the Academy to me is just like uh, because you know some of the greatest films ever made are just not even not even on the radar. I mean, there are zero Oscar nominations for Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, so I don't even. Know I'm what okay we're even with doing that. Here tonight, I'm all right with that. Um, but others, I'm you know, not so much. So yeah, I, I mean that kind of long-winded answer, but yeah, okay. All right. Unless anybody else has something they really, really want to ask, we will um, we'll keep moving. Let's keep moving. Okay. And now a look at what we're watching this week. So hey, Corey. Hey. What are you watching? Well, okay, in the last segment, I mentioned a couple things that we've been watching lately. We watched um, Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail and Out of Africa. Out of Africa fucking sucks. Have you seen Out of Africa? Um, it's my friend Nancy Tran's favorite film of all time. Is and, it, is and it I really? think you know Nancy. So, is it really? Yes. It is terrible. It is an yeah. awful, awful movie. Kathleen, would you like to make plans to watch Out of Africa with Nancy Tran? No. <laughs> Kathleen made me turn it off. And I had to finish it when she left yesterday because she did not it's want like to play when she was in, in her home. There's supposedly a hair washing scene. There is. It was yeah. lame and boring like oh. everything else in the movie. Um, okay, so the thing I want to highlight is the fact that I just got the 4K uh, UHD trilogy uh, for the Godfather films. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first film. I haven't watched the part two and I don't know if I'll get to part three. I'll get to it at some point. Um, but the new um, high definition transfer on these things or ultra high definition transfer, 4k transfer. Sorry. I need to correct myself. Jeremy um, is gorgeous. It, the, these movies have never looked better. And uh, yeah, uh, you know how everybody says that the Godfather is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It Are is. they right? Yeah, Are they correct? Right. No, they're, they're correct. Uh, I can confirm. Um, it's it's great. It's a great movie. Celebrating its 50th anniversary just a couple days ago as of yeah. this recording. Um, I really recommend that 4K set um, just because I don't think the movies have ever looked or sounded better in home video presentation. Um, and then I, I want to shout out real quick uh, two new releases um, just because I love them. I think they're two of the best movies of 2022 so far. One of them is playing in that room right there. It is Ty West's new horror film X. Uh, which is I'm super, surprised you like it so I much. I love it. It is so really? gross and uncomfortable and hilarious. It rules. Yeah. It's so good. And then um, the new Pixar movie, Turning Red, which is slightly different from X in subject matter, but not as much as you'd think so. Um, but instead of you know people getting brutally murdered, it's about a little girl who turns into a red panda. Okay. I yeah. think you'd like it, actually. Okay. I mean, I, I mean no, I don't. I don't but... Uh, you wouldn't like it only in that it's good and fun, um, but it is a really good movie. Cool. Well, uh, I'm about to shock you. Uh-oh. I think. I think. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong here. Um, but as I mentioned, there's Judy Dench. Oh, Dame! You do this every time. Bow down, Corey. It is Dame Judy Dench. Um, Get it right. Old Deuteronomy, as she is sometimes called <laughs> in my household. <laughs> Um, so Oxford Film Festival, I'm not going to talk about the films that I saw for Oxford. Um, wonderful film festival, but I'm not going to talk about that. But we're in Oxford, Mississippi, and so, of course, we are going to go to a couple of restaurants and, of course, a lovely uh, Square Books. Mm-hmm. One, I'm sure, as an English teacher, one of your favorite bookstores, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, really, good, really yeah. great place. Um, and a great place to apparently sit and read a book. Um, but me and my uh, fiancé went to the multiplex in addition to um, sort of film festivaling it up. 
Because out in the suburbs, there was a big neon emblazoned Malco Cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so late last night, thank you so much, Laura, for staying up and um, watching a film with me, which is, you know, we, 8, 8 p.m. bedtime back here. Um, but we went to a 9.45 screening of, look at Corey, he can't, he's like so worried. He's so worried at what I'm about to say. I am very worried. We went to see a film called The Lost City. Oh, I, I want to see that. I haven't seen it. Yet. I actually really, really, really liked it. Nice. Yeah, and I didn't expect to, but it's you know Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock. Who, by the way, Sandra Bullock does no wrong in my world. You're on a Sandra Bullock so, tear here. You, I really you just am. Speed. You, Not you, only did I just watch Speed, but I also went to the Bright Star and saw the photo of her on the wall with her dad at the Bright Star <laughs> recently. Um, and yeah, she's hilarious in it. She's and you know, like I said, what the only problem I have with Speed is not enough Sandy. And there is a full-on Sandy action in The Lost City. She's wearing this sort of uh, this red sparkly jumper that gets mm-hmm. a lot of play in the film. Like, it becomes, um, like, part of the plot and the whole thing. And it's, it's actually really funny. I think, I think that, you're, that you might actually like it a lot, but I think you would be surprised that I liked it as much as I I'm, did. I'm looking forward to it. I'm on spring break this week. Am I right? Ask for students. Yeah. That's right. We're at spring break this week. And spring I'm break. Go I'm surprised to... you're not doing the spring break. Yeah, from Dude, it's from, good. Yeah, it's from, from a Bray, film that you like a lot. Sprang, right? Yeah, we we fought about that. Guess who won? Actually, I don't remember. I don't either. It's probably Ask me because it's a good movie. You can't remember. Um, yeah, it's Spring Break, so I'm going to go see The Lost City this week. I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. Yeah. Anyway, well, hopefully you don't like it, so we can five minute fight it because that would be I would actually be on the on the sort Thanks of. Thanks for that. I hope you yeah. go to the movies and have a bad time. The big blockbuster side of things, which I'm never on, so that would be kind of fun. But yeah, it was. It's just really. It's a good time at the movies. Yeah, it looks I fun. Enjoyed it looks myself. cute. It looks like and, you know, um, romancing the stone with those two. Yeah, yeah. It is. A, it is. It reminds me. It's a little. You feel a little like you're on the on the uh, at Disney, but like in kind of a great way, you know. Um, and beforehand, we played the claw game and won a little <laughs> animal at the claw game, even though we put a quarter in one of the sides of the claw game and it had only one talon. Bummer. So that was a bummer. So Malco, you owe me a dollar. Thank you for listening to Side Talks Podcast. Woo, thank you. We're your own personal cinematic. Who's got a dynamic duo or villains or something? Somebody throw out some dynamic duo. That lady running for Senator and uh, Trump. Great. That lady running for Senator and Trump. They're kind of on the same side of that coin, though. But, Corey, you're Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks to Boutwell Studios. We're your own personal cinematic iPhone and Android. We've done that one before. We've done that one before. We're your own personal cinematic velvet suit and traditional tux. That guy has a velvet suit. That's a lot of that tonight. Remember when John Mayer wore that one? Oh, by the way, Jake Uh, Gyllenhaal gives Taylor her scarf back. Thanks to Beltwell Studios, SidewalkFest.com. And thanks to all of you for coming out tonight to watch the Academy Awards and and subject yourselves to this live podcast. We have our trivia game that will start at 6.15. I don't know what time it is. Thanks to Revelator Coffee, too. Thanks to Revelator Coffee, our sponsor. So uh, we're going to adjourn for just about five minutes. We're going to come back with the trivia game starting at 6.15. So stretch your legs. Get something to write with. Uh, what else? Well, Get a just drink. so y'all know that there there are prizes and they are really fun prizes. So fun we, prizes. We're, we're gonna have to Hard look trivia. and see what Tanya put together. Some really fun stuff. So we'll um, we'll run down what you can win beforehand, so that we make sure that we're not. Sometimes Corey and I are like, you're getting a car. 
And uh, and then you don't really. And we nobody have to likes that. Sorry, nobody we're not, likes we're not getting that. a car. Um, is, it, is it team or solo? Is it team or solo, Corey? I don't see why it couldn't be team. It could be team. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? You can team. Yeah. We only have so many prizes, so but the prizes do have multiple things in them, so they could be split up pretty oh, easily. Oh man, that Grendel Walt and all of his okay, crimes. Okay, let's let's get off the microphone now, Corey, please. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.